Hi, it's Marissa. Hi, it's Sarah. And you're listening to Dog Health and Nutrition, the Puppy Gang Podcast, hosted by Puppy Gang Fresh Foods. On today's episode of the Puppy Gang Podcast, we welcome Dr. Hyatt. Hi, Dr. Hyatt. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yep. Today's a really interesting episode because we want to talk about DCM and there's been a lot of media attention related to grain-free diets and DCM and we did touch on grain-free diets a little bit in our last episode but we wanted to explore what DCM is and uh, what people need to know about grain-free diets linked to DCM as well. So really interesting topic and we can't wait to start a conversation with our listeners on this. Yeah, and so we were kind of wondering as we got started, um, if you could just explain to our listeners what DCM is, because I think the common knowledge for people is that there was a study conducted by the FDA that was linking um, certain brands of dog food that were primarily grain-free to this condition called DCM, and this was being picked up in the media, and there were a lot of headlines saying grain-free dog food linked to heart disease, and this has been causing a lot of fear in the dog owner population. So what exactly is this condition and what is important for dog owners to know about it? Okay, yeah, good question. Yeah, as you know, there has been lots of discussion in the media about uh, this condition and grain-free diet. Um, I'm just giving you a little bit of background first before we go to the DCM, is that in around, uh, I think it was in 2000, about two years ago, 2018, that they they saw a link between dogs that are eating a grain-free diet, which was processed, was kibbles that were didn't have grain, but the grain was substituted with with legumes, mainly legumes, chickpeas, lentils, beans, and tapioca and potato. Uh, they were they were substituting the grain with that and as you know the grain uh, the legumes they have anti-nutrient in them so they are able to if they if they are prepared improperly and consumed in a large amount they deplete the body from the nutrient and also they don't have they do not have turing one of the causes of dcm can be uh, Turing deficiency. DCM stands for cardiac dilated cardiomyopathy, which is a disease of the heart muscle. And what happened, the heart, it, it decreases the ability of the heart to pump blood properly. So the, the muscle gets basically weakened and the, uh, the, the, the heart gets bigger than normal but very weak muscles. So they cannot, they don't have the strength to pump the blood. And that on its own will start causing lots of congestive heart failure. The the blood starts backing up. uh, They start having fluid in the lung and uh, lots of a problem. And if it's not addressed, that can lead to death. Uh, So it's a severe problem. But I, I personally believe, and uh, let's, like many of my colleagues, that the problem is not grain or grain-free. The problem is the way that the, the 
put those put, uh, dogs, those foods together. In my opinion, kibble is kibble, whether it's grain-free or with grain. The, the problem with substituting the grain with uh, legumes is that legumes have that issue with binding to the nutrient and sending the nutrient out. And also that nutrient at that legume was used to substitute for part of the protein in the diet. And that caused a severe taurine deficiency in the diet and causing the problem. So what you're saying is that where there has been kibble that has not had grains, they have put too many legumes in to supplement, I guess, the product, and that has caused some deficiencies. It's not the legumes themselves, but it's the quantity and the processing that they put with the meats to try and supplement that protein level. Is that correct? Yes, yes, because they substituted, so they put a large amount of legume, and they substituted for big part of the protein, the meat that was in there, because meat is a source of taurine. So they brought that meat down, and they increase the tur- they increase the legumes. So the the legume has two two issues with that in this in this context. A, it doesn't have taurine. B, because it was in such a large amount and was processed not properly and was given every day, it was even binding to that little bit of taurine that was in the red meat. So and then that made them severely deficient. And as I said, I um. Don't believe that it's only Turin. They are not sure it's only Turin because those legumes, because they have that chelating powder power and they get rid of lots of lots of other nutrients in the body if they if they are prepared not properly. It, it might be other things too, because Turin is not an essential amino acid for dogs. So if dogs have the building block of Turin, they can make it. But um, I believe that the legumes have binded even those building blocks. Let's say it's cysteine and methionine, that there are two building blocks for making taurine. And dogs, if they have these two, they can make taurine. But legume, the way that they put it together, probably has got rid of those ones too. So they didn't have anything to make taurine. And that caused it. It's worth to say that my clients here, uh, we have a large clientele here. And they are on mainly on raw food or prepared cooked food, either homemade or they uh, they they buy a prepared fresh prepared food for their dogs. None none of them had that issue. I had one patient that got DCM, and he was actually on a grain free diet. And um, the dog is fine right now. Uh, is he on a grain free diet? Uh, Yes, they were on a grain-free and one of those major brands that uh, okay, so was, was it, on it was FDA. Okay, so it was a processed food. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Processed food, they couldn't change the, the, the kibble at the time and they, it was kind of missed. And the dogs start having a heart issue, being tired, short of breath. Um, they saw a card, we send them to see a cardiologist and it was DCM. It was DCM and they are now uh, supplementing camp with uh, large doses of Turin and the dog is fine. The dog is fine, getting better. And uh, yeah, but, but the, the rest of my patients, none of them have DCM and they are uh, 
almost none of them. I cannot say 100%, but 95% of them are on unprocessed food, either cooked or fresh. That's amazing because I think you had mentioned to us earlier you've got over 4,000 clients and we hear so many people now coming out with the dog has DCM. Yeah, and that's kind of a misconception I think that people have and partially because of the way it was picked up in the media of the grain-free diet linked to DCM and a lot of people are unaware that the brands that were studied were all dry kibbled brands and so that was so I think that that was a a misconception that people have surrounding the condition that it's not um, the grain-free itself but as Sarah mentioned, and and you mentioned that it is the quantity and the manner in which the replacements to the grains are processed within these dry brands. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that uh, the FDA actually studied few, uh, so they they, uh, did grain-free diet, they did it with grain, they did uh, raw food, and I believe it was homemade too. And the number, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there was really small, the numbers that had DCM on the, on the no-grain diet, other than grain-free cable, were very low. I don't have the exact number, but they were very low. Well, and remember that mm-hmm. DCM is, I mean, some dogs get, I mean, it's a genetic they have a genetic, some dogs are genetically predisposed to DCM. Let's say Dobermans, Great Dane, Boxers, Cocker Spaniels. So um, I believe those dogs that are those even very small numbers that they saw in dogs that they were, let's say, eating raw food or home-cooked food, um, they would have gotten DCM anyway, regardless of what they are eating, you know, uh, because we see DCM in, in a small amount of dogs. They see it. The reason that they got that study was that they, they were seeing more and more DCM. So it was more than usual of DCM. It was that that triggered that study. Now, another thing that we've spoken together about on previous episodes was the need for dogs to cycle through different nutrients in order to get, you know, a variety of macro and micronutrients in their diets. Do you think that another issue surrounding DCM is this kind of common misconception that we also hear in the pet food industry of that you should be feeding your dog one meal that should be balanced with all the nutrients they need? Can you touch upon that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I, you know what? I, I think that eating the same food days in, days out, it's not a good idea at all. I mean, they, dogs, as same, same as us. I mean, we need variety, and indeed, they are now in, in people. They know that too. The more variety you have in your diet as a whole food, the more resilient it makes your gut, and the more diverse your microbiome becomes your your inner bacteria because they say you should if you keep your bacteria your microbiome happy they will keep you healthy and that's so true so if you eat different food whole food a variety of them you uh you you stay healthier they did recently a study again in guelph they feed mice it was, I believe, navy bean and uh, lima beans okay, for, for about six to eight weeks uh, on top of what they were feeding the mice. And they, uh, they saw a much bigger diversity in their microbiome 
they did the same study in Australia, actually, with people, feeding people mushrooms, just a cup and a half mushrooms daily for six to eight weeks. And then they checked the microbiome and they saw my more much more diverse microbiome compared to people who don't have to <laughs> eat mushrooms. So interesting. So they are all studies that they show you that, and we know you need to eat different foods. You you need to change your diet with the season, okay? Uh, the food that you are eating in winter should be different than the food that you're eating in summer because your, your body's need is different. So the whole idea of eating everything the same food all the time, days in, days out, is is just a really bad idea. I mean, I um, I, I know it's convenient, but being convenient doesn't mean it's good. I mean, let's say for the sake of discussion, I mean, McDonald's might have all the macronutrient that is able to keep somebody alive for their life. So, but that doesn't mean that you should go eat McDonald's every day, days night, days in days out for the rest of your life, does it? Right. No, exactly. And so for our listeners that are concerned about DCM and protecting their dogs from DCM, what can you summarize for them in some actions that they can take today to help their dogs be as healthy? Definitely if your dog is eating kibble, DCM or no DCM, I, I don't think that your dog has should have kibble all the time. Even if you are doing kibble, just do it occasionally no more than 20% of the time. Uh, the rest of the 80% do feed your dog variety of foods, either cooked or raw, either should be fine. And uh, just cycle through the ingredients, make sure go through the ingredient, make sure you have a diverse ingredients, change the vegetable, change the type of the meat, and, and don't feed too much meat to your dog anyway. I mean, I'm a big fan of reducing the meat in the diet of dogs. I, I really believe that too much meat is making dogs sick, like people, if you eat too much meat. Same is true for dogs. Dogs do not need so much meat. So even, even when I give my patients diet program to follow our recipes, I, I rarely go for an adult dog. I rarely go more than 50% of the meat. I mean, it's always less than uh, 50% meat. The rest of it is vegetable, sometimes grain, uh, whole grain, and uh, legume, sometimes legume. Uh, that's what I recommend. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Hyatt. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us about this topic. Um, and we'll provide your information to our listeners so they can reach out to you directly, if that's okay, with any questions they might have on this issue. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Puppy Gang Fresh Foods. Puppy Gang Fresh Foods is a gently cooked dog food company based out of the GTA. We use only real proteins, fruits and vegetables, and natural supplements in our recipes. If you would like to try Puppy Gang Fresh Foods for your dog, you can find us at www.puppygangfreshfoods.com.